so um, basically, Erica, we're going to just be talking about these no cost shoes website and kind of how it got started, how it's growing, uh, who are your typical clients. So I'm going to just do a little intro here. Okay. Definitely. Hello, and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto, and I am here today with Erica from No Cost Shoes or Quantum Medical. Uh, thank you, Erica. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you so I'm, much. I'm good. We, we chat all the time. You're the one that takes care of all my paperwork. And uh, I, I just kind of wanted to share for those that are listening, kind of the pain point we had here in our office. We started to do diabetic shoes back in the day, but um, like all the paperwork that had to go with it um, and, and they expired. And frankly, my staff, I didn't have staff to do it. And so we tried to use local providers of DME, but there's less and less people wanting to do shoes. So I, and, and then pretty much everyone sent us letters saying, hey, we're not doing shoes anymore. All they want to do is braces. And so I, I'm like, gosh, I need something else. And that's how I came on this no cost shoes, which is quantum medical. That's how I got to you. So yes. Erica, is that kind of a, something that's happened to a lot of different doctors that you guys are seeing? Absolutely. Uh, we're watching a lot of giants crumble in this industry um, in the sense that, you know, they'll stop one item to take on another. That's a hot commodity at the moment. And then it becomes a saturated market. You know, um, we've seen it time and time again. Originally, it started out with, Know, testing supplies. Um, and then it went into some other diabetic supplies. And next thing you know, um, you've got a product that not many other people are providing, especially in the OMP world. Um, a lot of them are not doing shoes any longer because they're a higher ticket item, like you said, is the bracing. Um, and there's a lot of red tape around those diabetic shoes that really don't need to be, but it does make it more difficult for the provider. Yeah. So the, like the, who you have local is like hanger and they're not doing it. And they're a big, they're national. And they, they pretty much said, Hey, it's funny. Like we'll do your brace, but we won't do the shoe that the brace goes into. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? And that's where we kind of came up on this. So, so tell me a little bit, let's talk first about the, the elephant in the room. How do you guys get through all the paperwork? Like, isn't it a pain? Like, how do you make it easier? So it's actually beautiful. Um, the, owner of the company, my CEO, Mark Vitrano, he has a background in science engineering, computer science engineering. Um, so he created the software system that we use. Um, and he's also a CPED certified pedorthist. So he has uh, a CPED mind at heart while creating that software system, right? So he realized that more and more um, clinicians in the field were becoming responsible for obtaining medical records, prescription paperwork. That's not what they were brought on to do. They were brought on to see patients, treat them, you know, fit them for their shoes, make sure they have proper device on their body, not deal with paperwork. So the software system that he created helps to streamline that process from beginning to end, allowing the system to automate all of the requests for medical records, prescription paperwork, um, anything that we need to be Medicare compliant, our software system mandates it so that it can't move forward until you are. So the, the first step would come, so let's talk about a process of a patient. I, I, I do the referral, I do the prescription, I do the prescription. So basically the way I do it is that patient comes in for a diabetic foot exam. Once here I say, hey, you know, we're gonna do ABIs or a pad net, and then we're also gonna do shoes. And then I send that referral to you. You guys then send me something that I just electronically sign. That goes back to you. Then what happens next? Cause I don't know what happens next. Yeah, so uh, thankfully the software system will then automate the request for the CMN, the certifying medical necessity portion to go out to the patient's primary care physician or endocrinologist, whatever physician treats the patient for their diabetes. Essentially that physician will then verify the uh, need for the patient. We get that paperwork back and then we have a fitter reach out to the patient to see them in the comfort of their own home. 
Now the the so when you call when the when you guys call the patient, do you guys call them on the phone or do you do it via email to contact them? Yeah, we'll give them a call. Okay, you say okay, who takes care of your diabetes or your who's your endocrinologist, right? That's what you'll ask them, and then you'll you'll find that in your system. You'll document that, right? Yeah, majority of the time when we receive a referral, either from your office or any other um, provider, we'll have that information already majority of the time. So they'll provide primary care physician. We'll okay. enter that into the system create the process. And then once we have paperwork, the patient hears from us because it's ready uh, for them to be seen. Now I've, I've had some of these uh, doctors that let's say endocrinologists or even primary cares, like we do the prescription, but they don't know if they qualify. How do you get around that? Do you make it, I know the one you send me is real simple. Do you, I'm sure you send a similar one, like non-palpal pulses, neuropathy, and they just check the box and send it back to you. Is that kind of what it looks like? Correct. The certifying medical necessity form has conditions that uh, will make the patient eligible for the shoes and diagnosis, right? So the primary care physician, endocrinologist, whoever will sign off on that portion, but we also send off your portion along with it. So they can see your patients being seen, their feet have been evaluated, their foot doctor has already provided that, yes, I believe this patient needs this. So a lot of times those providers are a lot less weary to sign off on it, knowing that, okay, they have a following, they're being cared for, and they know that there's a reason why this patient needs this product. Now, when I send mine to you, you don't get a copy of the note though, do you? You just get the referral or does it give you a copy of that last note? No, we obtain uh, medical records on the other end. So on there's the a whole end. other team, yeah, that works on medical but records. They, okay, that that's neat. And then, so then you guys make the appointment. I was thinking in terms of like return on investment, like you guys have to do, you do two visits to the patients. You go one just to show them the catalog and then one and, and, and put foam impressions or whatever. And then the other one to fit them, right? Correct. So the first visit is to go over shoe selection, like you mentioned, take a sizing of the patient's foot, foot evaluation to make sure there aren't any um, adverse reasons why we wouldn't be able Mm -hmm. to see the patient, any um, contraindication. Uh, And then we'll move forward with ordering the shoe. And then we go out to see them the second time to place the shoes on their feet and confirm for a good fit. Wow. Now, you know, I don't know if you, you know, the owner deals with the finances, but I guess the, the, the way you guys can do it is you don't have a huge overhead. I'm just thinking like financially, like a lot of these places, they have these big real estate things that they have to pay for their monthly thing. Whereas, cause I, I don't know what, what's the margin on shoes. Is it a hundred dollars, $200? Do you, are you familiar with that at all? I keep myself way away from that. <laughs> I, it's how I find peace and I can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. um, so to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't know the answer to that, but I know as far as um, our business motto, we are unique in that we provide an in-home service. Yeah. So a lot of these other places, you know, they have the costs um, associated with a storefront, mm-hmm. um, keeping those doors open. And that was particularly hard for a lot of providers during what I have done an apocalypse, uh, yeah. which is, you know, the height of the COVID um, uh, outbreak. So that was very difficult for a lot of the providers that were having those storefronts and a lot of people weren't coming in where we were able to kind of keep going um, and allow patients the option to have someone come see them in their home or um, otherwise. Yeah, a lot of my patients, when I say that they're going to go to your home, they're happy because normally what happens is and this is just the frustration thing is like, they call these places and they say, okay, we can get you in. Like maybe they reserve only limited spots so we can see in three months or, you know, and they just make it real, they don't make it easy. And so I think, you know, setting it up, going to their house, they really appreciate that they're older. And in terms of, let's say they get one pair this year, do you guys have any automated follow-up? Like, so in a year, they're going to know it's time for another, another shoe. 
we'll try to make a point to send out uh, the newest catalog at the beginning of the year so that they receive that in the mail. And it's an indicator that it's time for them to order their shoes again. Um, majority of the time, we'll make a phone call to follow up on the shoes that they had the previous year. And at that time, they usually have the opportunity to request their next year's pair. And so this is all automated with that computer system. It'll, it'll, it'll tickle you in a year to remind you to call them and see how they're doing and things like that, right? Yeah, I mean, that and also, too, coupled with uh, inner office um, advances, you know, there, there's different protocols that we'll hold on to throughout the yeah. year. So depending on, you know, the lag or the uh, if it's crazy, because every once in a while you can see when the snowbirds are here, when we pick okay. up, um, you know. Yeah. Um, and then also, too, we're nationwide. So there's also areas that are maybe difficult to go to during the winter. So okay. it really we, we rely on the patients to reach out to us as far as follow up um, and coming back the next year. And also, too, we build a great relationship with the provider. So a lot of times that provider is going to say, hey, did you get your shoes this year yet? You know, um, that's helpful, too. Yeah. So I always think about the marketing end of things. So having a tickler system, I find really helps me. So basically what I do is around their birthday is when I do my diabetic foot exam. And that's where I'll do the circulation and the shoes. So every year when they're coming in around that time, a month or two before or after, I kind of merge it all together uh, for that. That's what's worked for me. Um, so let's talk about what percentage of your patients come from your website and your catalog, which is no cost shoes, which is a great website. And I'll put a link here for under this for people that want to go to it. How many go there and how many are referred directly from a provider? I would say that maybe 30% come from our website. Um, and like you mentioned, a lot of people are no longer doing the shoes. So when people go online and they're just Googling diabetic shoes, um, you know, we've made a point to make it so that our website is one of the few that kind of come up for them. Um, so a lot of our folks have come to us from the website, but a great majority of the patients are coming to us from providers, other companies that are no longer doing shoes, um, and also to our fitters that are nationwide. They really do a great job of kind of pounding the pavement and making a name for themselves in their territory. Mm, kind of going to podiatrist or primary cares. Hey, can I do shoes for these people? And, and things like that. Wow, that's cool. And you also said you have a catalog and you send that out to to all the all the patients once a year. Yeah, we'll send out our new catalog um, to all the patients that have had a shoe the previous year, just so they can see new inventory. If there's any shoes that have been discontinued. Um, as you well know, the uh, manufacturers often change their styles or availability. Um, and yeah. that was another struggle this year, you know, because you know, they want, they, I want this shoe that makes me look skinny and, you know, <laughs> and have that. that's why we kind of got out of it. We, I remember when we, when we were doing it, we were like, you have two options. You can do the, the P door, which is the one, if you pee on it, stains it, you can do the black stretch one or that one. And that's all we gave them. We like, didn't give them options because, yeah. and I'm sure your fitters, that was also a challenge. If they have a really big deformity, you probably guide them to the right shoe. You're not going to give them a a tighter, just because it's a Mary Jane doesn't mean they can wear a Mary Jane diabetic shoe. Yeah, it's really hard. You really start to kind of build a lot of empathy for the patients um, when they're going through something like that, because you realize that um, they're not always selecting what is best for them. Um, they maybe select what they would like to have. You know, there's two people who we are and who we'd like to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I find that oftentimes the patients kind of uh, permit the fitters to allow them to push them into something that maybe they wouldn't. Yeah. 
Now, what happens if something happens? Let's say this, because this happens frequently. If a shoe in a neuropathic patient, they, they develop an ulceration or things like that. Do they contact you? Do you just refer them back to the doctor? Has that ever happened? So I would say that that's usually dependent upon the uh, relationship with the provider. If the patient came to us on their own, we would actually provide, ask them to you know, reach out to their provider. Hey, let them take a look at you. Um, usually they'll reach out to the fitter first. The fitter will go out to see them, find out is this you know something that's being caused by the shoes that you're wearing? Can I do a cutout? Maybe there's something I can... Um, amend here to kind of keep from any issues, but majority of the time we'll ask them to go back to their provider to take a look. And do you guys do fully custom shoes? Do anyone that really need a whole custom shoe made for them? Do you guys do that or are they all just purchased? Yeah, we don't provide custom shoes at the moment. Um, right now it's just uh, prefab off the shelf. Uh, the insoles uh, we provide can also be custom, but yeah. not shoes yet. And how do you guys decide, I'm going to show, I'm going to share the screen now for those that are curious, because everyone's probably curious here. Um, here it is. Let's show this one here. So we're going to show, this is your site. And so um, nocostshoes.com and uh, the orders, we hooked this right into our medical record. So it was really easy to send stuff over. So it talks about no cost shoes, checking eligibility. And this is kind of what the patients go through, right? And your reviews and things like that. Um, so patients would go right here and they would check availability, right? That's when they would fill out this application and send it even, right? That's what they would do. Correct. Yeah. This is their opportunity to provide their information. This comes over to us. And if for some reason they don't add all their information or uh, they don't feel comfortable providing their information on the website, what they do provide will come over to us for us to follow up with them to let them know that, hey, we did get um, you know, at least that they were interested and let them have the opportunity to ask questions or find out more if they need to. Now I see here, even if they're not diabetic, because a lot of patients just have hard to fit feet, right? And so they can purchase any of the shoes as well, right? If they want to do that. Uh, we have a sister uh, website that this will eventually take you to, okay. um, that they can purchase shoes on their own out of pocket. Okay. Um, Good. But, you know, majority of the time we'll find a way that they can um, obtain their shoes through their insurance. If yeah. Well, if, if they're not like, I have a lot of patients with really big bunions, for example, that don't have diabetes or, you know, oh, they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So those people would need one of these brands. So Correct. Those are the main brands that you guys do for female shoes and then male shoes. Now, how, how do you guys have like a huge storehouse? How do you, do you, or do you order them pair by pair? How does that work? So the manufacturers that we work with drop ship the shoes to our fitters. Um, okay. So yeah. thankfully, we'll out of time. yeah, yeah. Uh, Surefit is the company that we work with that provides us the Apex, Hush Puppies, New Balance, um, and then otherwise it's Dr. Comfort and Anodyne. Okay, yeah, and um, so they drop ship them, and then do they do mismatch pairs? That's always a question. Um, you know, it's not the um, most advantageous uh thing you know we, we can if need be yeah um, but it's not something that we will advertise you know yeah no so if they need to they'll do it. okay and then you have Absolutely. some resources here cool yeah no and then it was i i uh so anything else they should look on here i think that's pretty neat they can do a well live. i'm so upset that we don't have our new website <laughs> available yet for you because we are working on it right now okay. this is kind of 
this is our ode to the beginning of this website. So it's kind of, it's very old. We'll be um, revamping that. And it's going to be a lot more interactive for the patients, actually. They'll be able to log in, check the status of their order. They'll be able to uh, follow up on, you know, how long it's been taking for the prescription paperwork to get signed. And oh, like them. every step of the process, kind of like when you yes. order your Domino's pizza, you know. Yes. <laughs> what step it's in. Yeah, That's they'll cool. be able to go in and print their prescription form if need be. So it's going to be a lot more... Um, uh, interactive for the folks. And uh, and how many fitters do you guys have approximately? Like, is there like 50, 100 tons? Yeah, we have just under 200 nationwide. Wow. And a lot, are a lot of these, like, I, I'm just thinking out loud here now, because where I, we don't do this, but do they like go to like nursing homes and just do all ner- whole nursing homes and stuff? That has to be kind of a good thing for, for them. Yeah, definitely. We do have some uh, clinicians that kind of have that company motto in mind. They'll go into the nursing home facilities. Um, I know that there are a lot of companies that do diabetic shoes that kind of push that motto. Mm-hmm. That's not something that that we uh, force our fitters onto. If they like that uh, environment and they prefer that, then by all means. But there are some fitters that prefer going home to home and you know taking their time on the road and So I think that's another thing is that we've always given the freedom uh, and the availability for these fitters to take whatever territory they'd like. Um, Because, you know, I'm from Florida and here it's flatland. So Mm -hmm. traveling 20 miles is nothing, but maybe up in the mountains or rural areas, 20 miles is like two hours, you know? So that's why it's kind of depends on, on, on the fitter, you know? Yeah. And so what do you guys see yourself in like three years? Where, what, what, what's the future, Erica, for the company? Is it just getting more, more referrals and more fitters? Or I guess you're branching into other supplies. Where do you guys see yourself in the future? Uh, that's a wonderful question. And to be honest with you, as soon as you asked it, my brain just went, because there's so many things going on. And it's just, there's so many changes in the industry itself that there's really no uh, telling where it could go. I just think even with like, for instance, COVID, you know, that we thought that was going to be a blow that was going to hit us hard. And instead, it was actually something that allowed us to kind of show people that, hey, this company motto can be super, super um, um, beneficial, you know. Um, so where do I see myself in three years? I'll tell you what, I've been with the company for four years. And the amount of growth that I've seen since then, I can only imagine um, I like to say a Forbes 500 company, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cool. cool. So. Well, I, I think we talked about a lot of good things. And I think for, for podiatrists that I think a lot of us still do shoes in the, in the office and, mm-hmm. um, that, and I think they do, I think we do a great job. I think we, they could take some keys with how you do it. I know there's a couple other podiatry specific companies that had streamlined the process, uh, for us, we tried it. It just didn't really work, but I, I think we've been enjoying using this. So once again, thank you, Erica, for your time and uh, kind of explaining you. what you guys do. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.